Shabbos Dafayin Zayin. Rabbi proves from our Mishnah that since most liquids, the shear of Yitzah, to take out liquids into Rosh Hashanah is Raviz, therefore wine, the shear is a quarter of Raviz. Because in order to drink wine, you need to dilute it with three parts water. Ask Sabayo that in Mesefus Nida it says, Yaina Shiroini is two parts water, not three. In addition to that, ask Sabayo, but you didn't add the water yet. So why are you chayev on just taking out a quarter of a revis, says, says Rava, because a quarter of a revis is chashev, and in order to be over no it has to be something that's chashev. Since you could add water, even though you didn't, it's chashev. The fact that you asked me from Sech Tesnida and Yana Shirayni, Yana Shirayni is very weak wine, it's two parts water to one part wine. Or we're discussing the coloration red, it's two parts water, one part wine. Rimnasen says, you saw it. Where wine needs a revius, or a quarter of revius, when it comes to congealed wine, you need a full kezais, which equals to a full revius, not a quarter revius. And we have a similar halacha, says Rabbi Yosef, when it comes to tumah of the blood of a nevela, where Beishamai says it's tar, it's one of the places that's Beishamai's mekel, and Basil say it's tummy provided that it's a full revius, which in turn could turn into a kezais of congealed blood. Zayi's blood. So the Gemara has two questions. When it comes to Tumah, the Shir is the Kezayis. When it comes to Shabbos, the Shir is the Revis. Therefore, there's no correlation between the two Esavai. Perhaps, bl- blood, which is thicker than wine, requires a Kezayis. But wine needs a lot more than a Revis to create a Kezayis. And therefore, if you take out into Rishasrabim less than a Kezayis congealed wine, maybe you're already over. Maybe in that you have a Revis. On the other hand, perhaps wine this thin needs a revius. Perhaps blood that's thicker needs less than a revius to create a kezayis. The Mishnah uses the word gemia. The shear for milk is to swallow gemia. Says the Gemara, in our Mishnah, gemia is spelled with an aleph, not an ayin. But there are three other Mishnahis in the Shabbos that have words that could be spelled either way, aleph or ayin, and they're all spelled with an ayin. Garinim they're all with the ayin. The milk of an animal, the shear is enough to swallow, a gulp. The milk of a woman and the white of an egg is enough to put into the anointment called keeler. And keeler itself is enough to mix it with water. That's the shear. The Gemara remains in the teku. As Rashi explains, we're talking about putting this ointment in two eyes. The Gemara just asks, is it enough to put in two eyes or two eyes plus whatever remains on your finger, which is a larger shear? Rav says an amazing, famous saying that everything Akhojbarb created in this world is for a purpose. Even an annoying fly can serve a purpose to heal the bite of a hornet, the sting of a hornet. And the slug, which you think has no purpose, could heal a wound. A mosquito could heal a snake bite, and a snake itself could heal boils. That is, if you take a black snake and a white snake and you boil them up and you smear it on the wound. A spider could heal the wound of a scorpion. And the Gemara tells us there are five irrational fears where the strong is scared of the weak. One of them is that the lion is scared of a certain animal that screams really loud. Some say, in Yoda I think, or others, want to say something similar to a honey badger, which is known today as a very small animal that's fearless and scares the lion away. 
uh, elephant is scared of a mosquito going into its nose, into its ear, and a scorpion is scared of a spider, an eagle is scared of a swallow, and the Leviathan is scared of the kilbis. There are three animals that as they age, they get stronger. A snake, a fish, as we know, gets larger as it grows, as it gets older, and a pig. Reb bumped into Rabbi Yehuda when he seen, it looked like Rabbi Yehuda was in a very good mood. And he figured now is a great time for him to ask all the questions in Yanid al-Alma, things that seem mundane. And he started off asking him, why do the goats go in front of the sheep? And he said, that's like Briya Sa'ilam. Goats that are dark, are, is like the Choshech, like the darkness, then came the light. Why do sheep have a tail that covers their rear where goats don't? He tells them because we use the sheep's wool for clothing, we cover ourselves, therefore the sheep covers himself. Why does a camel have a very short tail? Because he eats from the thorns, because Baruch didn't want his tail to get stuck in the thorns. Why do cows, bulls have long tails? To swat away the flies in the swamps. Why do grasshoppers have very flexible antennas? Because they jump around in, in tough trees. If they were harder, they would break off. If one wants to blind a poor grasshopper or an ant, he can remove his antennas. Why did Akash Baruch Hu create the eyelids of a chicken that they go from the bottom up? Look at all these questions that he's asking him. He noticed all these things in the Bria, and he wanted to hear an answer. And if you look at the Marsha and others, they explain the deeper meaning behind these questions and answers. He says, Akash Baruch Hu didn't want the chickens to be blinded by the smoke that comes up and chickens roost on higher places. And then he asked him the meaning and the significance of somewhere around 15 words in Aramaic. For instance, he asked him, what does Dasha mean? What's the meaning of Dasha, door? And he says, Derech Sham. You go through there. And why is it called the Darga step? Derech Gag. You go to the, to the rooftop. And in the mission we learned that Shem and oil, the shear is to anoint a limb, says the Gemara. It's a small limb of a small child, says Rashi. One part of a child's finger, that's a small limb. Have a wonderful day.